so you know. Class 29 with Rav Shalom Morish, translated by Rav Dain Ergod, and they are not here. I don't know what's going on. It must be this Purim energy in the air where we're going to have to bring the Rav into the studio in the middle <laughs> and we're going to have a good time. I'm sitting next to me, thank God, we have the band Schlepping Nachas. Nisim's in the house, Baruch Hashem. And we have the opportunity today to really make an amazing, amazing class together. Baruch Hashem, even my son-in-law turned up, Nachman, yes. So we have the opportunity to really go ahead to the gay and to make one of the most amazing Amuna classes, especially because we also have Michael Ben Malik from Miami. He's going to join us in a moment when everything's ready with the Rav and Rav Dayan Elgrad. And you guys have a big merit to have the Lighthouse Project join us tonight. It's a big merit because the Lighthouse Project, for example, for us is one of the most amazing places to visit every time we go to Miami. And we have the most amazing experience with Rav Gal Galamidi and Bukh Hashem. And we have... Also, the honor to be with the community there, the beautiful Kahila. So tonight, it's as if we're with the community in Miami at the same time in holy, holy Yushalayim. Thank God, Baruch Hashem. And the shutdown, we have a full studio. Thank God, it's finally coming off. You feel it a little bit, feel a little bit of, of the energy of Purim coming, of the Simcha, even Bibi was throwing snowballs. People are getting happy a little bit, and it's, it's a good energy in the air. So we're dedicating our Amuna class to the success of Schlepping Nachas. The Schlepping Nachas band with friends and your family and your fourth colleague who's not here right now. I don't know his name. What's his name? So we'll have him in mind tonight. Please go with the Rav. And we also have the ability with Michael Ben Melech and his family and the Lighthouse Project, the Lighthouse Torah Project, with all the Miami community to dedicate to them as well, and to the full healing. We always like to dedicate to the full healing of Tovalea Bas Rivka and Gedalia's son, Gedalia Fenster, who's also a big part of the Lighthouse Project, and his weekly classes there, as well as obviously Michael Ben Melech's weekly classes, and maybe even more. We'll see, we'll talk about that later as we go ahead. Gedalia's son should have a foolish name, Irachmud Danil, Ben Tova, Basha, to, and everyone should be rid of this Corona challenge and have all have a Rafur Shlema and we appreciate your dedications to our Mullah classes and to the Rav's teachings etc. But I do want to remind you all that next Sunday is Purim Mishulish so we are not going to have an Amuna class as far as I know because if we do you won't be seeing me there because I... <laughs> Um, not only is it my birthday, I'm 41 years old, thank God, this Sunday coming up, Purim Mishulish. I'm a Purimid, but also I'm in a little bit, you know, uh, you know, a little bit Yushalayim. It means we're going to be celebrating here, and I doubt that we're going to be able to make it to a studio in one one place in uh, next Sunday. So we'll probably have to give it a, a break for next Sunday. But the following Sunday, we'll be back with another special guest, and we'll talk about that later. I also want to mention that um, you can go and join our Facebook and YouTube playlist to go back to the past teachings. 
where we talk about all our Muna and global during that Sunday. If you are in the rest of the world and not in Purim, you have the opportunity to join us there. And not only that, but you should remember that we've been, there's been a lot of talk in the name of Rav Orish about Mashiach. We all want Mashiach now. We sang that. And the Rav walked in, Rav Elgrod of Dain Elgrod, stand up, specs. And Baruch uh, Hashem, big honor to have Rav Dain Elgrod. Here's the questions for today. Thank you, Billy and uh, please don't ask me any of the questions. And we, <laughs> we have the well, opportunity <laughs> to now, <laughs> we're going to ask Schlepping Nachas. The good news is, that how do we answer up Mashiach now? So I would just say one thing, that we did pray the prayer and we did advertise it a little bit, but the main thing is to bring Mashiach and Amuna and the light into our daily lives, to bring that light of Purim and please God, the teachings of Rav Oresh into our daily lives and share Amuna Global. Okay, let's go into our feedback. First is to say thank you for all the appreciated feedback and questions. To remind all about Rav Zoresh and Muna coaching, exercise, the workshop, we have eight already and the Rav should remind us shortly of the ninth and we'll begin with that hopefully if the Rav comes shortly. And here's our first feedback. Last year, I bought a book full of books, a box full of books, excuse me. Every time I meet... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was in the Purim atmosphere. Yeah, I was in the Purim atmosphere. Yeah. Not only that, I was trying to get a box today from DHL, Hashem Yerachem. You know how it goes with these deliveries. But anyway, so I'm a little bit traumatized with the box story. Anyway, a box full of books someone bought. Every time I meet a person that is going through difficult times, I give them a copy of the Garden of Amuna book and Universal Garden of Amuna book, hoping it will inspire them in the same way it inspired me. What a wonderful gift to humanity. Thank you, Rav Shalom Arush. And please go check out the links below on the Universal Garden of Amuna campaign. You guys have access in the Facebook access the link for the um, buy one, just one for a friend. And you have the opportunity also to join us online with Kindle. We'll talk about that hopefully later on. That now Universal Garden Muna is on Amazon and the Kindle app. Another nice feedback about Aaron Dubinsky, one of our previous past staff members and speakers. Love watching our videos with less than a thousand views. Feel like I found something special, Mashiach now. Okay. I love these broadcasts, someone else wrote. Mosi Baku Breslev. Amuna is for all. We invite every B'nai Odom, Vachava Bagan Hamuna. There's only one God and there's nothing else. Rav Dayan Elgrad would make a great anchorman, to my opinion. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, I have another profession to see yeah. if Dayanus doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, can I make a small That's intervention? Show. Yeah. Every single program. Now, I'm not going to say it because not to get into legal problems. We have here a Sony camera and we have another make, which we're not going to mention its name, not to get into legal problems. And every single program. Begins with J. When, when, I, when, I forget, <laughs> when I don't get the Sony, I feel neglected. I feel bad. I feel that I'm being mistreated. And every single time I ask for the Sony and Baruch Hashem, I have the Sony now. And I'd just like to mention one more thing. I have no shares that I own in some. Okay? <laughs> That's true. Just to be like completely transparent. I wish I had shares in Sony and uh, the other company also. Okay, here's another feedback. My Dear name. Rob, I wish I had shares in Sony. <laughs> I didn't write and that. And buying Zoom. I wish okay. I had shares in the Garden of Amuna and Universal Garden of Amuna, oh, oh. one of the biggest bestsellers in the history. My name is Miriam. I live in the United States, Florida, which is perfect because we have Baruch Hashem. We have Ben Melech, Michael Ben Melech here with us from Miami and Florida joining us right now. And this is what this person wrote. I watched all the videos of Brezov. This is what this Miriam wrote. It has changed me and transformed my thinking. 
I want to learn more about my Creator Hashem. I love Hashem, my Abba Father. I love Israel. I thank Hashem for all the rabbis and Torah teachers in my life. Even though I'm far from Israel, I feel very close to the Jewish children of Israel. I attend Shabbat Friday and Saturday and keep the holidays of Shabbat and celebrate the Feast of the Lord. I pray God bless each one of them richly with good health, peace, love, and wisdom to make this world a better place where all the human race gets to know Hashem and receive the most beautiful gifts of the Torah. I thank each and every one at Breslov. I'm planning a trip to Israel. I'm also learning Hebrew. It's not easy, but with Amuna, I know Hashem will make it happen. Shalom, Miriam. Yes. Wow, what a beautiful, beautiful message to end off our feedback for today. But the good news is you can keep giving us feedback. Every day I, I do take a look underneath on the YouTube channels and on our Instagram and Facebook. And we're going to start sharing it out now as we're going through the class, please God. But before we go ahead with the questions, since the Rav still is not here, Nissan Black, maybe he'll step in and answer a question for us. Yeah, he wants to come in? No. So we, <laughs> he is there. He's got his have a whiskey. It's exciting. Anyway, L'chaim, L'chaim, Yiddin, it's Purim. And we're going to start off with a song from Schlepping Nachas. What an honor. Now, just before we start with Schlepping Nachas, I just want to mention one point. We give a big thank you to Mendy Weinreb. He was the yeah. hookup. He was Mendy meant brother. to be here with his holy brother. Oh! This is the entrance. <laughs> uh, you don't have a choice. You can when sit in my chair. My when, chair. when the rope comes in, you can... No, no, yeah. sit down, sit, sit down. down. Okay, what I want to say when is just Mendy Weinreb, please God, <laughs> put us together with Schlepping Nachas. He's on his way to New York to Sameach, the whole community there. You guys are lucky to have such a beautiful band in the form of Schlepping Nachas. And we just want to now invite you all, please God, to join Nissen Black and Rav Elga with some songs and hopefully a few words from Nissen before the Rav gets here. Let's go. There we go.
Wow, thank you, Schlepping Nachers. Wow, we have to hear a bit more about you guys as we go on, but we'd like to hear now a question to Nissan Black from... Well, actually, I'm going to ask a question that's relevant to, us, to all of us. But before that, I want to say I love your time. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. No, 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 you love your time. Like I love no. you. Simchi, Simchi, Simchi. Just getting to know each other. Simchi. Yeah. I'm Simchi. Simchi Skeist. Skeist. Here. You did, yeah. Did ya? Adam David. Wow, what a pleasure! First time we're meeting, but Beautiful. we've always known each other. You know, that's what they always say. You know. <laughs> So let's hear United Souls. I'd like to ask a question which is relevant to everyone, to you, to Nisim, to people who are in the music field. What is really Simcha about? Oh, that was a good one. Uh, And that connects in even to what these people ask, so it's perfect. What is Simcha all about? That's that's a question for Rabbi Nachman or something like that, you know? We're simple people here. We're all simple people. I think it's one of those things. It's like music itself. Nagina itself is also doesn't make sense. We don't even know what it is. It uh, it takes us to places that we can't even we can't even understand. I think even the Balatanya says that even a, a sheer that doesn't have words to it is even higher than one that has words. Once you use words already, you're already limited. You're going to Mokum Dekhatnes already. You're already you're already small. You don't really have have the words. So music. As far as simcha music, I would say, in, in, in my humble, 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 very humble opinion, um, I think that it's something that really can't be explained. But it's something that person just has to feel. It's a, it's a, it's a space that a person gets into, and it's very, very hard to describe. But once they get there, they know they're there. You know. Sorry, it probably doesn't work well for a Dayan <laughs> to explain that to a Dayan. Oh, yeah, but, that, uh, that's a wonderful <laughs> thing to write on a psak din and a best din. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's Listen, I feel that you're guilty. I can't tell you why, but you're going to pay, okay? That's the way it is. Yeah. How would you define something? That was a great song, by the way. Schlepping Very beautiful. Yeah. Schlepping what would you say Simcha is? If I could just say a word about that niggin that was written by a nine-year-old boy named Izzy. Izzy's niggin, we call it. Yeah. Uh, one Shabbos afternoon, he kind of like sat us down. We were at a Shabbaton in Batayin uh, with the Love Lev organization. Oh, beautiful place. And shout out to, yeah, Rabbi, Rabbi Israel Frankel and his beautiful Rabbi Sin. Oh, I so know we, him very well. Yeah, <laughs> so we were there and, and his son Izzy comes over to us and uh, has these words. It's like, I want to write a song to this. So we just sat there Shabbos afternoon until the song Mamish flowed down. And, so and we sang it the rest of Shabbos. Sang it the rest of Shabbos. I mean, like, Shabbos Shittas was just 45 minutes. Bring my And that's Simcha. Okay. You're going straight answers out of musicians. I want to say something. I got, I got once a beautiful answer from from Ramor Chaliyah. Uh-huh. Lavrocha, blessed memory. He gave me an explanation once about Torah. And I think it also explains things about music. The Pasuk says, uh, the Pasuk says about the Torah. Yes, it says, Hashem The words, the orders of Hashem are straight and they make you happy. And Mordechai Yao said to me that when you learn them in a straight way, you'll feel the happiness. I think it applies to everything. When you do something that's just right, when you feel you're in your space, mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do, you feel this happiness and you know you're doing the right thing at the right time and you're the right person doing it. Right. And I think that's the best explanation for Simcha. Right. I think it could probably also apply to music, no? You right. know when you're jamming a good song and when you're just doing it because you've got to pay 
you feel connected to it. That you're like, I'm connecting to something, and that's like that feeling really brings it. Seems to bring to that place of like, of joy of like, I'm just connected to something that's bigger than than all this. And I think personally, that's the biggest gift about Purim, because in my opinion, our biggest problem about our general everyday to day lives is that we have so many barriers. We have so many masks, all these shields protecting us from how we react to people, what we say, what we should do, and in Purim we take that shot of wine, we have that drink which releases all of our shields and barriers and we can be ourselves, we can be where we're supposed to be. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, it should, it, that makes more sense because the opposite is the greatest torture. It's not knowing what to do, not knowing what your purpose is. Not There's right. nothing so, so, greater right. than when you relieve all, all of your doubts. Right, right, right. You know, right. It's not necessarily positive. Correct. When you know. Right. Right. Michael Ben Melech is joining us. We'd like to ask him about Simcha in Miami, the place which is full of Simcha, even during Corona. They managed to go ahead there somehow, thanks to a lot of uh, Saturday Are you ready, Michael Ben Melech, to give us a little bit of Simcha over there in, in Miami? To give you guys some Can't hear you one moment. You, first of all. Can you Let's hear me now? So sure we can hear you this side. <laughs> Everything's good. Oh, you're muted over here for some reason. A minute. Let's make sure. Okay, you got yeah, to unmute on the Zoom. Just love these technical things. All right, all right, I'm with you now. Amazing. Let's go. You got to turn off the volume on the other thing, so there's no echo. Yeah, you have to have his You have to have headphones, man. <laughs> That's definitely not Simcha. Come on, Miami. I'm not, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe there's going to be a band that's going to call itself Chaos. Chaos. And they're going to take all these sounds and make something unbelievable. There you is know, definitely nowadays, theories, I'm sure there's something chaos, by now. There's order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, order in everything that Hashem creates. If it's in existence, there's order. So Michael will let us know when he's back in with the, without the echo and stuff. But until then, we're still praying and davening. Please, God, for the Rav to make it tonight. We uh, had the pleasure to have 28 classes with the Rav, and it would be amazing if we could have a 29th. Also, Nisim came special in the Schuss of a Simcha. I can mention a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, Baruch Hashem, made a halakha of, he was schlepping nachas, literally. Oh. Schlepping his children. <laughs> Sorry to use the name, but he was schlepping. I mean, it's a good name. He was schlepping his children around, literally, to Siddiquim, to, to holy people, to get a blessing, which is, shows, once again, Nisim's path. Of, of MS, that he's on the path with Siddiquim, with Holy Rabbonim. He went around to Rav Morgenstern and Rav Maimon, and now he's here with, with Rav Orish. Please, God, who will come here shortly. You get a bracha from our, from our studio, our humble studio. Uh, his son, please, God, should have all the blessings. Nachman Amen. should mamish live up to his name. He's got two names, no? Yeah, Nachman Yisrael. Yisrael. Is that so the bris? I remember. Yeah, Purim. Na Purim Nachman for Rabbi Nachman and, and Yisrael. Most people think of Baal Shem Tov. The Kavana was the Baba Sali. So the Baba Sali. That's a good, good, good name That's they live up to. We've got a rack here, no? Don't we have a rack? On that note. Oh, here's the ball of a rack. Competition for the hammer. We need a towel. We need a towel. we got to cover it. No, 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 no. You know, you, you know the joke about this, a rack. You know what it is. When do you know that you've really started drinking well? When the deers start running. <laughs> it's very good. It's a Sephardic version of the, of the goose. Of the goose. <laughs>
Oh, Are you talking about Glenn Finnish? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Or the wild yeah, turkey. Slapping the simchas wild... are literally slapping simchas. They're slapping a rack. <laughs> okay, and um, we thank their driver. We thank everyone in the studio for coming, but we thank the Black family for bringing us their simcha today. There's nothing like a holy, holy upsharing or halakha, however you want to call it, when the payers are made. And please, God, Baruch Hashem, it should be a merit for you and your family, all the mm-hmm. all the kiriv and all the chizik you give to Klaus around mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. And it should be a schus for your son, and it should be zolcha, please, God, to go in all the ways of all the righteous tzaddikim, all the doris, and please, God, and mm-hmm. all the brachas in the Torah should be mechaim. And everyone out there should pray for the black family and for all our friends. And when Ben Malak's ready, we're ready to hear an answer from him about Simcha. You have an answer? I have an answer for him. Simcha is finding, yeah. your, uh, Simcha is finding your earphones. I have been free. Almost. Almost. First of all, I just You have to turn off the audio on the PC still. Have to turn the audio off the PC. Turn it down. in Tehillim, Azamra Belokai Beodi. I'm going to sing with Hashem with a little bit that I got. That little bit that I got is a concept of looking at all the different things that we have inside of us, whether it's the good, whether it's the bad. And we have to have all these things inside of us on a personal level when it comes to creating our story. So when you think about the concept of Simcha, right, and we think about the concept of Azamra, which Azamra also is a lesson of looking at the good in every single person. So you put these ideas together, and I say to me like this, Azamra, looking at the little pieces of each person that we have, the good and the bad, we need all of it to create an actual song. You think about a song, it's not like one note. I'm not going to play, for you guys playing the guitar, you're not just going to play the chord. Let's say, for example, just one going bang, bang, bang. When you have the chord C, for example, you have three different notes. Right, individually, if I play each single one, it might be a whatever. But if I play all of them together, we create an actual beautiful song. And that's how we do it between chords, this note, that note, and it's different notes together creating one thing. That's the melody. That's the music. So from the perspective of happiness and simcha, there's nothing better when we look inside of ourselves and we take all of our points, whether it's some good that we have to work on and some of the the, the, the bad, so I just flipped around actually, I'm, I'm talking Purim talk at this point. The bad we got to work on, the good is good. But, <laughs> but the, idea, the idea here is that when we put all these things together, right, that's when we make music and that's when we create happiness. That's when we create joy. And that's on a personal level and on an all of Amisrael level, right? If I look at his good points and his good points and his good points and we put all of those together, then we're unifying then we're loving each other. Then we're making Purim happen and we're making happiness happen. Because at the end of the day, the reason why we were, so to speak, redeemed when it came to Purim, yes, we all daven like crazy, but we all unified as one. And when we do that, the tzaddik 
is happy. He's bringing, he's bringing the love. He's bringing the Muna. He's bringing the faith. We're all joining him, and we're all being redeemed. Bezrat Hashem, and that's how we're going to bring the bring the Bezrat Hashem. The new Mashiach should be coming immediately. We're going to rebuild that Beit Hamikdash, Bezrat Hashem, and that's what happiness is all about. When we look at our positive selves in ourselves, and then we look at everybody else, and we unify as one. Amen. Amen. It's, it's amazing, Ma Ma Michael. We are so happy that the Lighthouse Project is Torah Project is going so strong, and we recommend you guys to check out Breslev Light or Brest Love Lights. You'll correct me there. And uh, breastoflight.com is the links are below, and you can check out the Lighthouse Torah Project's WhatsApp group. And it, you know, we're all friends together, all helping us, all these other organizations. Thank God. And the the organization in Miami is doing amazing things there. I always had such a pleasurable, amazing experience, didn't we, Nisim? Yes. Nisim absolutely. is the schus that I met Michael Ben Melech. Mm -hmm. I met him in Oman first, and then we had the merit to join them later on in in the Lighthouse Torah Project and do a beautiful concert. With uh, with many great musicians, and it was a really beautiful Shabbos there, and we continue to connect there again and again. Thank God with the Rav and Baruch Hashem, we're going strength to strength. So we appreciate it. We're going to do another song while we're still waiting for Rav Orish, and then please God, we'll get to some more questions and answers. Thank you. Keep giving feedback. L'chaim. <laughs> Tastes so good. Your freestyle. 
Hamantashas look like French hats. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I had to say that. Okay, that was a necessity. I'm sorry. Okay. Ellie is also an English Revolutionaries. Guy. He's, he's Revolutionaries. All, he's also a Brit, so forgive me. I'm still getting over it. Now look, <laughs> we, all are. we still we're have trying. Nisim in the house. And Brother Hashem, we're very honored to have Nisim here. We want to thank Hashem that he brought us Nisim Black on a night where the Rav is late. So we'd written, not that he's late, but you know what I mean. It's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be Mokul Tovers. We were early. We were early. We were early. <laughs> exactly. We were, too, we were too English tonight. We needed the to Rob, go a little the bit. The Rav is above time. We are beneath time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you, Rav. We always need the translation. Yeah, okay, that's the translation. Um, but we'd like Nisim to do uh, a little promo for his new whiskey, which of havawhiskey.com. You can check it out. Make right. a lachaim. I'm not actually drinking it right now. For some reason, I've got the uh, Iraq instead. But, you know, there's always competition for lachaims. But uh, Nesim's going to do a lot of promo for his... You know, when it's uh, when you when you hide it, yeah. uh, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to... He's always uncovering uh, keeping on every time he comes in. Um, uh, yeah, you're more than welcome to check out haveawhiskey.com. We have a brand new whiskey that's all made here in Israel, American uh, style, but... Uh, uh, I, I would say it's more bourbon, but I think even I think it has a taste where even some Scotch guys would really like it also too. Yeah, but uh, what was happening in that style. video with the tasting? What was what happening there? <laughs> you were like on fire. So, uh, there's a video of me. Yeah, I went when I was at the distillery tasting all the different uh, uh, all the different barrels. You know, when it's fresh out of the barrel, whiskey is very very hot. It's at sixty wow. something percent or something like that. So um, yeah, this is a new lip. I got this one. <laughs> you know, uh, about this one, you know, from you the... You killed the uh, corona that day. Yeah, for sure. This is definitely, listen, they're going to come after me because I just think I, I do have the cure, cure, for, uh, cure for corona. Oh, You're going to drink whiskey no, out of the barrel. That is a wonderful piece of advice. It's a good tip. Right. Going to the distillery and tasting all the barrels. <laughs> the yes, you know. <laughs> exactly. So I think we, you know, we, we, you know, came with a very, very good blend. It's, um, like I said, everything's here made in Eretz Israel. So not only that, it's, it's, it's Kadosh. It's this holy, holy whiskey. I should have named it Holy Whiskey. <laughs> holy next Whiskey. One. Hava, okay, what's next, the behind the Hava? What, we want to know. So, uh, Hava is uh, short for, obviously, Hava Nagila. 
Um, we knew we were we wanted to do this whiskey product, and we really didn't have a name for it. We just had the idea um, to do a whiskey from Israel. Um, we partnered with the um, the Golan Distillery, and um, you know, you know, trying to name a band is already something hard enough. You know, I don't know how long <laughs> it took you guys to come up with Schleppinachus, but uh, it's already that I know more than trying to name a whiskey. You know. Um, and, you know, we were in the process of uh, planning the video for, for Hava Nagila, and we said, let's name it Hava, and it, it like, stuck. So, um, you know, it's also inside the video for the Hava song, which also was released on a month ago. So you can see the bottle, feel the bottle, and then now you can buy it on HavaWhiskey.com. So, Amazing. And it's the covered Purim, perfect timing. Purim. Yes. So right. where's my bottle? Right. Oh, Purim oh, oh, oh. You already the, the rabbit's here? You already had some. Oh, the rab is here. Oh, okay. Together, whiskey. Oh. Sorry, we have to be the the rab now. Oh, yes. the rab is here. <laughs> let's all stand up <laughs> and ruin the video. <laughs> 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 see my, my, and I'm actually wearing pants underneath. Stop <laughs> pajamas. It's a big Zoom finish. There's the rub. Oh, Brother Hashem is giving a bracha to the son of Nah of Nisim, yeah. Nachman Yisrael, then Boruch, Ben Nisim Boruch. There we go. Chaim, give a lachaim from uh, Miami, Ben Michael Ben Melech. We need a lachaim. Brother Hashem, Purim energy. I want you all to notice. This can only happen in Breslau. <laughs> Remember that? Okay? Remember that. Keep that in mind. <laughs> My assets pour him all year round. <laughs> I wish you guys could see, but basically the Rav is giving a blessing now to Nachman. Yisrael, and everyone's very excited to see the Rav in the studio. It's a packed studio today, even more packed than normal. But, but we, we must we specify, even... we are keeping the two meter distance, okay? Yes. Anyone asks, we're, we're, we're keeping, very strict we're about all the, the regulations. There's less than something like that. <laughs> <laughs> According to the uh, CBC, what's it? I don't know. Sadabiyut. Sadabiyut, there we go. Where is I think that? we just shouldn't say their name. <laughs> well, it might come up on YouTube what? or something. They'll, they'll see it. The rack is here. Yes. Elliot confiscated it. I was hiding it. <laughs> Simpy, you want to come say hello? Come, come. Come say hello. Go, go. Say hello to that camera. Come forward. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very good.
שלפינג נאחס. אדיסם שלפינג נאחס. עכשיו זה מייקל בן מלך במיאמי. מייקל, we don't see you on the zoom. He's waving. Amazing. I think we should ask the brother the same question that we asked this. I think we should, but I just want to mention that Michael Ben Malik had tremendous Ruach HaKodesh tonight. He knew that the Rav would come in at 9 o'clock. Because what did he post? 2 o'clock, come join the feed. How did you know the first guest who actually told the right time? Well done. The Chai and Michael, you have Saturday Shmaya. Can you hear me when I'm speaking? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's quiet. Yes. We get Ruach HaKodesh during this time. Bezrat Hashem. I'm just grateful. Kabbalah Rav! Miami in the house, for Hashem. We want to hear the Rav, please. Shalnu Rav Lifnechen, Mazo Simcha. Magdara Rav, Anachnu Lifnei Purim, Mazo Simcha. We asked, before we asked Shlepping Nachas, we asked Nisim, what is happiness? And we'd like to refer the question to the Rav, what is happiness? <laughs> With all the virtues that we have, all the different traits, a person can get confused. <laughs> With humility, a person can think he's the most humble person, but is full of pride and vanity. <laughs> With truth, a person can be mistaken thinking that this is something truthful, but indeed it is a lie. <laughs> That's the way with all the virtues except for happiness. With happiness you feel it. You know whether you're happy, whether you're not. If you're happy, you're happy. And if you're not happy, you're just not. <laughs> Sometimes people are happy with different nonsense. 
And like our sages said, what this happiness for? What is it for? What is the reason? Why are you happy? Any happiness that's not a result of truth, after the happiness, we have great sadness. But happiness that originates from a mitzvah, when a person is happy with Hashem, that's happiness that never ever ends. It only goes and increases. Rabbi Nachman of said, it is a great mitzvah to be happy all the time. Happiness itself is a mitzvah. So the happiness keeps growing and growing because the more person is happy, he has more light and more light. And therefore he can become happy and happier. Smile. <laughs> Wherever I go to, people come up to me and they tell me they have anxieties, fears. They have all these different things that are scaring them. What do I tell them? I tell them we have such a good father. That's not faith, it's not believing in it, it's not a muna, it's knowledge, it's wisdom. I met someone now and I asked him, tell me, are you a father? And he said to me, yes, I am. I said to him, do you love your children? He said, of course I love my children. <laughs> I said to him, the great father, our heavenly father, loves you and them a million times more than you do. I asked him, do you want to do anything bad to your children? The great father will never do something bad to you. Do you want to do only good to your children? He said to me, of course I do. I said to him, the great father only wants to do you good all the time. He immediately left all his anxieties and fears. It's this knowledge, this wisdom. A father never does anything bad to his son. A father only does good to his son. A father only wants good things to happen to his son. That's what we call Hashem when we refer to him. Avinu Malkeinu, our father and our king. But first of all, our father. Smile. <laughs> wow.
Wow, Baruch Hashem, we're getting to the Purim questions. Now, we do have some questions from Michael ben Malach. We already gave a Baruch Hashem a nice intro to the uh, Miami guest with the Rav not here, but now the Rav's here. What Michael ben Malach would like to ask the Rav, and then we'd love to really get some energy from, from this beautiful Yid that's joining us. Please do. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here representing South Florida, representing Miami. Uh, Miami obviously has become the, uh, so to speak, the last stop before uh, we all head over to Yerushalayim. Everybody from the United States is moving down here to Miami. Uh, and as, of course, uh, through the Lighthouse Project, we feel very connected with Rav Shalmarush. He's been with us many, many times, and the love is there. We usually pack the house when he comes, and uh, it's a big honor uh, to be here with you, with the Rav. Um, I think one of the questions, I think, um, me, myself, who is very much in the Breslov world today, I think it's important that people know what are the Breslov customs that Rav Shalom Arush takes on himself. If you can go through me through the whole day of Purim, starting from the nighttime and the next day, what can people emulate uh, the Rav and, and learn from him? And what can we do and apply through this whole uh, holy holiday of Purim as we know? Purim is not, is not just a simple, let me put on my costume and get drunk. This is a very, this is the holiest day. We know when Mashiach comes, right? This is going to be the only holiday that still goes on. So I'd love to know what, from Rav Shalom Arush's perspective, what his day is like on Purim and what he advises people to do. First thing, before Purim, we have Tanit Esther. This is actually the only festival that you have a fast before the festival itself. Why? So that a person can do shuva, so that he can repent, that nothing is stopping him from getting all these extreme powerful lights that he's supposed to get on Purim. Normally on Tanit Esther, I go to the field and I do six hours of Isbodidus. It's a bit difficult, right? It's the biggest fun that you can imagine. For us, it's real fun. This year I was asked to come to the Kotel. They're having their big convention. So I don't know if I'm going to manage to do my six hours, but nevertheless. After that, we read the Megillah. With us, reading the Megillah is work. It's truly hearing every single word, word and awakening from every single word that you hear. After that, I go to sleep for a short period of time and I get up at midnight. And at midnight, I again go to the field to do a couple of hours of Isbodidus, as no. many hours as I can. No, because on Purim, we have a promise. Whatever you ask for, you'll receive. 
Anyone who stretches his hand out and asks for something will receive it. The only time you have to pray lengthily to Hashem is only at night because during the day you're so busy, busy with all the mitzvahs of Purim. My wife, my children, this is what we all do. And my students. Normally on Yom Kippur, there are many that go to sleep in shul. In our yeshiva on Purim, people sleep in shul. Why? Because everyone wants to get up at midnight and run to the field. They call each other up and they say, have you woke, have you, are you awake? Have you woken up? Come on, we're going to the field. We go to the mikveh, we immerse ourselves in the holy water, we daven at dawn, then again we hear the Megillah, and then immediately after we're finished, we do Mishloch Manot, giving it to our friends, and we give Matanot Levinim, we give the charity to those who need it. And also, I immediately sit down and I learn Torah, so there won't be even one day that will go by me and I will not learn properly. And then, I go and I make my wife and my children happy. And many people come to the house. In the afternoon, we daven mincha, half an hour after midday. And then we have the meal. And then we drink a lot of wine. But only wine. No whiskey. No whiskey. No arak. Only wine. Because the miracle of Purim was at the wine banquet that Esther did. And wine has in it special virtues that no other beverage has. We don't drink because we want to get drunk. We drink because we have a mitzvah commandment to drink on this day. And there is an important issue of drinking a lot of wine. Why? Because by that, we're mending the bris, the covenant. In wine, there is a special aspect which if you merit, you become a leader. You become someone who can lead others. In the beginning, when I had a yeshiva in the first years, I used to celebrate Purim alone in my house. And then all the students came up to me and they said to me, why did you leave us alone? I said to them, because you don't know what Purim is and I don't want to miss out on this holy day of Purim. They said to us, whatever you tell us, we'll do. Before I 
Well, before I drink wine, before every single cup that I drink, I pray. At least five minutes of praying. And then when I drink the wine, I receive powers. I receive a power of awakening. I, repeat, I receive the power of happiness, of holiness. My students said to me, Rabbi, we'll do exactly what you say. So I wrote for them a prayer that you say before you drink every single cup of wine. And from then till today, for dozens of years, every one of my students drinks a lot of wine. No one gets drunk. You may see someone standing at the side crying and doing tshuva repenting. Or you'll see someone with great happiness and joy. People that see this don't believe we drink such quantities of wine. People cannot believe the way my students behave. That is our Purim, and we dance a lot. We dance and dance a lot. So that means that at night time, that's when we work on praying. We daven, Mariv. Then we have a very long exposure to Then we daven, Shachris. During the day of Purim, that's when we do all the different mitzvahs of Purim. And from the afternoon till late at night, we drink a lot of wine and we dance a lot. And dancing, whoa. This is with the grace and the help of Hashem. I thank Hashem merited and taught many people to celebrate Purim the way I celebrate Purim. There's now a mitzvah of giving a memory for machzit a shekel, half of a coin in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, which was called a shekel. It is worth your while giving it to my yeshivas. Thank Hashem, I have hundreds and hundreds of students. Smile. <laughs> wow. Deeper here because when I hear these things, I have more questions. Number one. <laughs> on the concept of the concept of waking up for Hatzot on Purim night. I'm also saying this out to every single person out there that it's very important that even though Rav, Rav Shalom Harush, high-level individual, this is something that everybody should be making that effort, especially in such a critical time that we all live in today where everybody needs so many things. My question to the Rav is, what does he pray about during Hatzot? What should people be thinking about during that time frame? And then on top of that, regarding the concept of drinking and the concept of, say, Brussel of drinking, the idea of how much should a person drink, the concept of, of beetle, of of trying to completely lower yourself down to a point and 
There's a lot of these concepts. Rabbi Nachman talks about these things. I want the Rabbi to, to talk about the idea of what's appropriate amount of drinking and the concept of what should a person be, should be praying for. These are two crucial things that are happening during Purim that I don't think people really think about it. But it it's almost like a thing that, well, the concept of for sure waking up in the middle of the night, I don't think everybody's thinking about it. So I think it's something that everybody should make that strong effort out of all years to make sure that you're waking up, not something that people do all the time. But on the concept of drinking as, as well, how much should a person should drink? What should they be thinking about throughout this process? Uh, and again, Kabbalah uh, Rav, please enlighten us. Sholim Rav, two questions. כשקמים חצות בליל פורים. ודבר שני, לגבי השתייה, כבוד הרב, כמה צריך לשתות? ומה צריך לחשוב בזמן ששותים? הכי טוב שנדאג לתרגל למיניים את התפילה באנגלית. The best thing is that we translate the prayer that I wrote into English. ואז יהיה להם גם הם את התפילה, אז יש בזה כל השכל שיש. And then you'll also have the prayer, and you'll see that in this prayer is all the intellect, the knowledge regarding drinking. With the help of Hashem, we only wrote this prayer in Hebrew, and we're going to try already today or tomorrow to translate this prayer into English and to send it to you. Truly, every single year, I teach everyone to grasp one point, something that really, really bothers you in your life. And on that point, you've got to pray lengthily until you actually manage to obtain and to achieve this point that you're praying for. Every year for the things that I pray for and other people who tell me things that they prayed for, they tell me that they managed to work miracles through these prayers of Purim. <laughs> a young man who was having difficulties finding his soulmate decided to dedicate Purim davening for finding his soulmate. And on that day on Purim, his to-be wife met his mother and they started speaking. It's unbelievable the miracles that happened through the prayers of Purim. <laughs> I went in the street here in Beit Yisrael neighborhood. And a student meets me. And he points at an apartment. He says, Rabbi, do you see that apartment? Hashem bought us this apartment. I said to him, Mazel Tov, congratulations. But the student said to me, Rabbi, I'd like to tell you, we listened to what you said, and that's why we managed to buy an apartment. He's, he said to me on the previous Purim, my wife told me that we are only going to dedicate the Purim prayers that we're going to have an apartment in Yerushalayim. <laughs> he, said to, he said to me, I said to his wife, we don't even have the money to buy a keychain. What are we going to pray for a house? <laughs> 
כמו שנקרא מעשי שאפשר כן להשיג אותו. Let's pray for something more realistic, something that we can obtain. מה אתה לא מאמין מה שהרב אמר? His wife said to him, what, you don't believe what the rabbi said? אין, אני עושה כמה שעות, גמרת את זה, קיצור. His wife said to him, no, I am going to pray for several hours on buying an apartment in Yerushalayim and so are you. המציאות שהם קנו, השם קנה להם את הדירה הזאת. And the reality is that Hashem bought them these apartments. שלא היה שום דרך בדרך הטבע שלהם, בכלל. Naturally, there was no way for them to be able to buy an apartment in Yerushalayim. אני צריך לספר לעצמי כל מיני דברים שכל פעם הפסקתי את זה, דברים ממש... I can tell about myself things that I have achieved things that you wouldn't even believe that were possible. Purim, anyone who reaches out and asks one is obligated to give him and Hashem gives him. There's an opinion that says that on Purim one has to do it one has to on Yom Kippur you have to repent in order for all your sins to be atoned for. But on Purim it makes no difference. You did do tshuva, you didn't do tshuva. You ask, one is obligated to give you. And you ask from Hashem, Hashem gives you. That's why they say that not every day is Purim. Who says that? Hashem says that. You come to him after Purim to pray for something. And Hashem says to you, you came now? Not every day is Purim, you missed your chance. Why didn't you come on Purim itself? That's why you need to take advantage of this day. In our community, the boys, the girls, the men, the women, everyone does several hours of it, boy, do this of praying to Hashem, because they know that's what you're supposed to do on Purim. This year, I asked my students, this year, they only pray for Hashem. Don't pray for yourself for nothing. Only pray for Hashem. Master of the world, we want you to keep to what you said in the prayer of Aleinu Shabach that we say every single day three times that's why we will hope for you Hashem, to quickly and speedily see your glory and your power it's worth every single one while to learn what you're saying in this beautiful prayer that's what we want for his kingdom to be revealed for his faith to be revealed that everyone will know Hashem and everyone will speak to Hashem there's no 
There are all these prophecies that towards the end of the days many will die, a few will live. And I say to Hashem, Hashem, that is not your honor, that is not your glory, that, some, that many will die and only a few will live. That is not your glory. <laughs> this year I'm teaching everyone to do many hours of his bodhus on poem and pray for Hashem. Hashem, we want to know you. We want your faith to be revealed. We want everyone to speak to you. Everyone to do an hour of his bodhus and for your glory to reign on the world. So everyone who's now with us in this broadcast, all of you, be men of strength and of heroism. You're only praying for Hashem. It says in the verse that Chana prayed for Hashem. Smile. Wow, what a class we've had. We're going to ask for Michael Ben Melech to give us a little <coughs> goodbye bye from Miami, but the condition is he joins us again. And even better, he invites us and brings us to the Miami. We're going to have a song. And first, we're going to end off with a song and then an end word from Michael Ben Melech. Please go to end off the class. Let's go. Schlepping Nachas. Oh, my God. 
What'd you say about that, Michael Ben Melech? Please give us the N words. Dude, let me tell you something. First of all, what's the name of this band? Schlepping Nachas. Hey, you guys are welcome to come to Lighthouse Project in Miami in South Florida. They just got you a gig. Unbelievable. I got my booking agency. Come on, Rosh Hashanah. First of all, that being said, I just wanna I wanna say first of all again, thank you so much. I want to tell you a couple of things. Number one, I'm going to show you. I'm going to have a couple, couple of plugs. You see this book right here? This book is called A New Light. This is one of the last books uh, that the Rav released that is an incredible, incredible book. All his books are amazing. I Right now, if I had the time, I'd go through every single one and tell you why you need to read this one, why you need to read that one. This is an unbelievable book. And I highly recommend, first of all, everybody should get this book. Now, that being said, I want to say something that's very important for everybody that's watching worldwide. I did not come from a uh, from background, okay? But one thing that Rav Shalom Arush, and I'm totally indebted for the rest of my life, is Rav Hashem, in a world to come, he'll see all the merits of Rav Hashem, is that his books originally got me going. It got a spark inside my neshama. Eventually, I went through Yiddishkeit, and I grew, etc., and uh, eventually, when I got even to more connected through Breslov, through different ways and resources and teachers, I got connected to the highest level, which is this, which is Likute Moharan, right here. This book from the Rav, he actually had printed out several books. He was able to give us here in South Florida a bunch of them. <laughs> this book is gold, okay? This, to me, has made everything for my neshama. Rabbi Nachman of Breslov that is the most incredible tzaddik ever. My goal in life has now been to try to provide and bring down the most deepest teachings of Rabbi Nachman to the, to the general populace at large. A lot of people are very much into listening to the words of Rabbi Nachman on a more of a, uh, uh, say, on a softer level, just the main points. But the beauty of Likutema Haran, the death of Likutema Haran, Every Pasuk, the Rabbi Nachman has everything for you, every Torah in front of your face, bringing you down a message and bringing that fire, that fire that inspires you in your soul. There's nothing higher than that. And that's my that's my Indian now that I have to give to, to, to first of all, to thank Roshal Marush, because you don't understand. If I don't read that book, if I don't get inspired from listening to some, reading some some random uh, book from, from Rabbi Nachman of Reslov, and then all of a sudden, um, I'm a, now I'm in a different state of mind where now I'm teaching the most deepest of the deepest. It's all because of Rav Shalom Arush. He deserves all the credit in regards to being that fire starter from the beginning. And that's why I urge and I recommend that every single person throughout the world make an effort to try to learn as many of his books that are out there today. 
because if you don't have those books, it's it's something that's like Imuna is a is a general part of everyone's life. And now more than ever, we need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. And every single faction of Judaism today is begging for this. So um, first we of all, challenge I'm here to say you, thank Michael, you very much for Would you do a class for us on all the books of Rav Orish? And we'll put it on our network, Bezal Shem. Absolutely. Go. One of the things I think actually that needs to get done that I would love to do is Rav Shalom Arush's books, all of them need to be completely put into a sort of like a um, iTunes format where I can listen while I'm driving to the whole book. Wow. That is a very, very Audio important format. thing. Not everybody has the time to read, but everybody yeah. has the time to hear. Amazing. And, and those books translate in a beautiful way when it's actually being said. So that is something that I think everybody should get a lot of chizik and munafam. We'll talk about that, I guess, later on. Um, and then I also challenge, my, my back challenge is, I would love to see Rav Shalom Arush start teaching the Kutay Maharan, going into the depths of the depths and bringing it down to all the masses. Like, I'm trying to do the best that I can. We need Mashiach to come. All Amen. these teachings need to get out there as fast as possible. Bezrat Hashem. Amen. Shlapinachas, we need Mashiach. <laughs> we need Mashiach. Let's end off. The Rav, we didn't have a Muna class exercise, but there's a oh, yeah. Yes, we did. We did? Yes, we did. You just didn't realize it wasn't a Muna class. Okay, we got the exercise. That's number nine. Class 29. Join you next week. Oh, no, we won't. Purim next week. After Purim, the week after Purim, please God. March the 7th, we'll see you back here with Dov Halperin. Thank you, Michael Ben Malek. Good job. Good job. Come again. Join us. Thank you, Slapping Nachas. Wow. Get to the target next See you.